PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How's it going out there, everybody? Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing. And Racetech, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, free three-day shipping over 75 bones, so easy why you guys should be just making that decision to go shop over there right now. Of course, you guys know this, you guys listen to the show, go to KieferInkTesting.com. Click on the Rocky Mountain banner up right up on top of that homepage right there, and then continue to do your shopping. And what that does is gives us just, just a little bit of a slice, just a snippet. I like to call a snippet, just a snippet of what you're purchasing, and it actually helps us out a lot. I get a lot of emails say, Kiefer, um, how can I help you? You've helped me out a lot. What can I do? Just go shop over at RockyMountainATVMC.com through Kiefer Inc. testing, and that helps us out a lot. We appreciate that. And, of course, you guys looking to get in some new gear for 2021, go check out FXR Racing. They got a whole slew of cool-looking gear, durable, ventilated, um, a little hybrid of ventilation and durability. So FXRRacing.com, continue to do your shopping there and live your life happy because, honestly, the stuff is very good. I've been in the FXR gear and the 60 helmets in 2021, and I have been very happy. Use the code KKMX35. That's KKMX35. Save yourself 30%. Holy shit. 30% off gear. So go there right now, do some shopping, and uh, show me some pictures. That's right. Show me some pictures of you ripping in your FXR racing gear. And we'll throw them up on the Kiefer Inc. testing social media story. And tag me and FXR Moto. That'd be cool. And if you guys want to get your suspension done, engine services, go to Racetech.com. You guys have seen all of the Racetech stuff I've been doing over on RacerX Films. We just did another bill with some RacerX mods. We're going to have a dual sport um, coming up next month over there on RacerX. Paul Feed and his son built a bike. It's very cool. And it's a FE... I should say no. It, it's a it's a KTM 350 EXCF. Pretty cool. So go check that over there on Racer X Films next month. But if you guys want to do your suspension, get some comfortable stuff underneath you, you can email me Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I'll get you a discount code, and not only will you save some money, but you'll be happier when you ride, which means you'll be happier when you get home, and the wife will not yell at you because. You're freaking in a bad mood because you didn't have a good day at the track or on the trail. So, racetech.com, go see him. I also want to mention OregonOldTimers.com. They have a couple races. If you guys like racing like me, long motos, February 27th, 28th, Canyon, Arizona, Canyon Motocross Park. 
Uh, that's February 27th to 28th. And they have another one, Fernley, Nevada. Never been there. Sounds fun, though. Desert rat like myself, going deep, deep in the Nevada desert. I'm all about that. That is on March 13th and 14th. Go visit the website, OregonOldTimers.com, for the full schedule. Hope to see you guys at a few of these. Longer motos, just a bunch of great dudes having a good time riding dirt bikes. So um, if you haven't raced yet, honestly, Oregon Old Timers is the place to start. Um, pretty mellow, laid back, um, efficient running motos. You'll get in there and get out, and you'll have long motos. You get your money's worth, right? Because there's nothing worse than riding to or going to a track and then sitting around all freaking day long and riding 10 laps. No wonder people aren't showing up to go race because they're not getting enough time, enough laps on the track. So that's why everybody's out practicing or going to the practice track because they can ride how much they want. Um, get enough of it, and they can go home happy. So OregonOldTimers.com, visit them, go race. I'll see you there. All right, guys, so we are here. Sorry about the late week. Holy crap, it's been a busy week for testing. Um, I have, this is what, this today is Friday, and I have been testing four days this week. So this is my office day. We'll record some shows, um, try to get front-loaded on some um, articles over on KeeferInkTesting.com next week. But apologize for the late show this week. Usually we try to do it early Monday, Tuesday. This week we're doing it later in the week. But also I had to wait because there was an embargo on this bike. The 2021 KTM 450 SXF Factory Edition. So I've had this in my shop for a little while. I've been riding it on the DL. been posting some photos and some walk-arounds on my social media um, last couple days. But now today, all of us media idiots can go release the information, talk to you guys about it. Um, lots of new things to talk about. I shouldn't say lots. There's a few new things on this bike, but one in particular that's really going to maybe uh, tickle your fancy if you don't know what it is. It is the connectivity unit on the factory edition, which is the My KTM app. You download that to your phone. And then similar to the Yamaha Power Tuner app, you can adjust how your KTM Factory Edition runs. You want a little harder hitting, you want less engine braking, you want a little smoother power. We're going to go over that and um, give you detailed instructions on how to use the app and connect it to your KTM. If you guys want more of the video side of that, I did over that. Uh, did that over on racerxonline.com. There's a RacerX Films coming out today. You can check that out. We take you through the bike What's good, what's not, uh, information on the connectivity unit. And so if you're a more of a guy that's preferred on the video side, go check that out. If you guys are driving around, you guys don't got a lot of time, this is the podcast to listen to where uh, I'm, a little, I'm a little bit looser on these podcasts. I'm not so uh, suit and tie-ish like I am over on racerxonline.com. So this is more of me and you sitting in the back of the tailgate bullshitting about this bike, and that's how we're going to do this podcast today. So the KTM Factory Edition. Oh, you know what? Let me rip off my sponsors here real quick. Rocky Mountain ATV MC, FXR, Racetech, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Pro Taper, Works Connection, Ride Engineering, Chevrolet of Kyleen, Texas. That's right. You want a Chevy? Go there. If not, email me. I'll get you in contact with someone, um, get you down uh, the road on a new Chevy. Like a rock. I was strong as I could be. That's a great song by Bob Seger, by the way. Power Motorsports. If you want one of these factory editions or you want a KTM, other KTMs, Yamahas, Kawasaki's, 
Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I will get you in contact with David Sibley over at Power Motorsports. Dude, they give great deals to Kiefer Inc. testing listeners. It's awesome. Great people over there over there in uh, Oregon. I actually purchased a Yamaha from them. So uh, not only do I preach this on the podcast, but I also purchase stuff from people that are great. Power Motorsports, OregonOldTimers.com, Blood Lubricant, 60 Helmets, Twin Air Filters. If you guys want to get a good air filter, pre-oiled even, Twin Air is the... The company to do it, let me tell you, because God knows they saved me more than once on uh, air filters because uh, some of these stock filters that come on the bike, not very good. All right, so the KTM Factory Edition. Some of you guys are waiting around for this, and (laughs) you standard edition fellas out there, you guys get pissed off because it doesn't have an orange frame. So if some of you guys email me and say, hey, I'm getting the Factory Edition simply because it has an orange frame and it looks bitching, I swear. I'm not lying. That is insane to me. I feel like I could just dress up my standard edition KTM and do the same thing. But if you're looking for a few different chassis parts, uh, the connectivity unit, the factory edition is the way to go. Is it worth the extra couple grand that you're going to spend? We're going to talk about that. So what comes on the KTM factory edition that is different from the standard edition? Well, of course, the My KTM app and the connectivity unit is on there. Red Bull graphics. A Kropovich slip-on, we're going to talk about that and how that thing works. The factory triple clamps, I think this is the most underrated part on the bike. If I was on a standard edition motorcycle, KTM 450, or even a 250 for that matter, I would purchase these clamps because they just give you a softer, more forgiving feel. Uh, They give you a whole shot device with this bike, orange frame, of course, composite skid plate, a factory and, and I don't know how to say it, Sella Della Valle, something like that. It's an Italian seat company that just rips your ass open when you ride it. You'll stick, but your ass is going to bleed if you ride more than three engine hours per day. Trust me on this. I have about almost six on this bike right now. And uh, the bag bomb was in heavy use this week. Let me tell you, heavy use bag bomb. You got some chafed ass. I tweeted this today because uh, I'm going through this right now. If you have monkey butt if you have some chafed ass i know there's other things out there but you can go the to the animal store where you guys buy hay or um feed the feed bin or whatever you guys do go to bat you can go get it at um the feed store and it's bag balm um it's basically for if you guys know it's utter um not cream but utter like ointment for cows when they get chapped um nips (laughs) so uh, that's what I spackle my ass with, so bag bomb. So they have a factory seat. It's ribbed. It's quite good. It does break down, but um, nonetheless, it's uh, very grippy. It has pleats. Uh, it comes with a discard, which I'm going to tell you guys right now is noisy. Every time you slap down a landing, you hear the the discard vibrate or shake, and whatever it's made of, that plastic, is noisy when I... S- make a slap down on flat landing so i'm gonna i'm gonna take that some bitch off so i don't need that discard it's really not gonna do much for me um it may look cool for you guys but that plastic may help a little bit and some rocks and some roost and things but man uh it is loud when you jump so i'm out on that uh henson clutch cover no it does not come with the henson clutch so don't freak out and orange rear sprockets DID rims, orange hubs, so lots of different nooks and crannies to this factory edition. 
It does look sexy. I'm going to tell you what. I would say out of all the factory editions, which is the KTM, the Husqvarna, and the Honda, to me, the orange bike just looks the sexiest. Um, not a huge fan of the Honda Blue that's inside the factory, um, their works edition. Um, I do think the new colorway on the Husqvarna's is something that has to grow on you, but that looks good. But to me, just something about a bright orange bike looks really good. It's similar to a, like a bright red colored motorcycle for me. It attracts a lot of people. So good looking bike. Kudos to KTM. Not a huge fan of the Red Bull graphics. I'm not that kind of guy, but for those of you guys who are race fans and think it's cool to see Cooper Webb on a, on a factory Red Bull KTM, you guys just be like him. It even comes with number twos. With the bike. So if you want to slap a number two on your bike, you can do that. I didn't do that to mine because you guys gave me shit for it last time I put a number one. Actually, I didn't even put the number one on that bike. It came that way. Steve and everybody's up my ass saying, oh, Kiefer's running number one. I didn't do it. That's what it comes with. So if you want to be a number two, Cooper Webb, slap it on. Tag me. Tag Steve. Tell Steve to suck it. All right. So how's this thing run? Let's go over what I think is uh, what you guys are really going to want to know about is the the factory additions connectivity unit and how it works. So it's a it's I won't say it's a little more complicated. It's actually a little bit easier to use once you're in the app versus the Yamaha Power Tuner app, but you guys might find it a little bit harder to connect to the connectivity unit through your phone. So it took me a little while um, after I downloaded the app, you uh, inputted your settings, some passwords, pick your machine. You can choose Factory Edition um, on the app, and then uh, what does it? It pops up the, the bike, and then you can name your bike. So I just named mine Kiefer FE. So um, that's pretty simple, going through all that process. So what you'll do, and, and KTM said I didn't have to do this, but I, I connected to the bike a little bit easier when I just pushed the start button real quick once. It charged up. You can hear the battery and the pump start up. Um, and then there's a middle button on the connectivity unit, right? So the connectivity unit is right in the middle of the handlebars. It's a bar pad. Underneath that is the little CCU box. Very ugly. Very unattractive. I don't think I really prefer where they put it. It's nice that Yamaha tucked theirs back up in the side panel. So hopefully if KTM continues to use this, um, they put it somewhere else because what if I want to put a, a crossbar handlebar on my bike? What do I do? You're going to have to relo relocate that CCU, make a bracket. Hopefully an aftermarket company is going to make one or you got a guy that's really bitching and a machinist that can make you one and mount it behind the front number plate. That would be my guess, but to me, god-awful, atrocious, ugly, fat, right bar pad right in front of your eyes. I'm just not really into it. So, But there's a button right there. You can push it. So I pushed it real quick two to three times. So pop, pop, pop. you push that. It'll start blinking, and then once it's connected, it'll be a solid uh, blue color, okay? And once it's solid, you can go into your app. I guess I should take a step back. First things first, make sure your Bluetooth is on and look on your settings on your phone so you can go to settings. I'm doing this right now as I talk to you guys. So you can go to Bluetooth, settings, pick your KTM Sport Motorcycle. It'll say connected. Once you see that, you go back into your app, okay? And then 
you'll, your app will pop up, and there's a little Bluetooth icon right next to your bike. There's a picture of your bike, which is the factory edition. That thing right there should um, be colored blue. That means it's connected, the bike is in range, and your phone is reading the machine. So below that, as you scroll down on the app, you'll say engine and suspension. I didn't do much with suspension, but it is cool that you can input your weight, what type of soil you're riding, your height, and it'll give you recommended clicker and sag settings. So that is pretty cool. So let's say I'm riding a clay track. You can put that in your suspension, and it'll kind of give you a baseline setting similar to what my app was going to do that shit the bed. Um, but it's cool that KTM has that option. I haven't tried the settings yet on the app. Um, I kind of just do my own settings, so I don't know how good or bad those settings are they have recommended on there. But nonetheless, it's cool that they have that feature. Kind of dumb, dumbs it up a little bit for guys that do not know what to do as far as sag, as far as clickers. So that is cool. So if you want to change anything on your bike through the engine, you click on the engine icon. It'll say create a new map right? So you'll push that. You will set up a name for your map, all right? And then you will see above that, you'll see prime and advance. So the prime tab will give you a track type, which is sand, gravel, hard pack, and then give you a track condition that is dry and wet. And then below that, it'll give you a traction control um, icon, which is right in the middle, number three. So you guys can change whatever condition you like. I always... So far for me that I've tried this, I've left it on sand. I um, haven't rode anything that's gravel or hard pack, and left the tracks the tracks condition um, track condition. Excuse me, a little early in the morning. I'm trying to get some coffee up in me uh, on dry. Just left the track condition on dry, and then after I looked through that and wanted to say, "Hey, traction control is fine. I'm going to leave that in the middle on three. I can push the tab next to prime, which is advanced. Push that. And now, below track type and track condition, you have engine braking, throttle response, traction control, launch control. So what I did, what I found out what was really cool about this bike, and it actually works, is I've always preached that the KTMs are hard to brake in. They're a little bit tight, a little bit draggy. It has a lot of engine braking. So for me, I dragged, you can drag that icon to light, which is number one. So very light engine braking, number one. If you feel like later on after your engine is broken and you need a little bit more traction, maybe a little bit more front-end dive, um, some guys actually like that in hard pack conditions. You can go to a more heavier um, engine braking setting. Just drag that to four or five. You have a range from one to five. So you can choose one, two, three, four, five. I chose one on engine braking. Throttle response, I went and I tried and I experienced a little bit with this. I played around with it. I went to all the way aggressive, which was five, but then I was like, man, it's almost too touchy, especially in corners. So I dragged it to four, left it there. Traction control left it at three, and launch control I never screwed with because honestly, I'll be straight up with you guys. When I do starts, I never screw with TC. I'm sorry, LC. LC is launch control, TC is traction control. I've never really screwed with launch control. The simple fact is, this bike is so smooth anyway. It gets off the gate so well that I'm fine with having it right in the middle at number three. There's no issues with that. So, again, going back, I'm on light on engine braking, aggressive four on throttle response, so I'm up one. And then all you got to do is push save and upload to your bike. 
you'll hear your fuel pump kick in. It'll connect. It'll say establish connection, and then it'll say connected. Boom. That's it. And now to the fun part here. So you guys will be saying, hey, what map am I on? Which which map does it go to? So the only map you can change, unlike a Yamaha where you have two maps, you only can have one um, saved map, your map, into the KTM. So map one will be your map. If you saved and uh, filed away a map and you loaded it in, that's your map, map one. Map two, I'm going to say this, the standard aggressive KTM factory map. So usually when you get a standard KTM, right, you have map one, you have map two. Map one is the standard map, smooth character, builds RPMs long. But then the map two is a more aggressive hit, maybe a little bit more RPM response. So that map two that's in the standard edition KTM is programmed into the factory edition. So if you're on map two and you load this new map of yours in, make sure you always click map one. And another important aspect to this thing is make sure your bike is in neutral when you do it because if it's in gear, it'll kick you out of the app and say, hey, man, we can't load this thing because your bike is in gear. So don't touch the throttle. Don't touch the shifter. Just stand next to it and make sure your bike's in neutral, and it should work just fine. So from what I figured out after I rode the bike a little bit in stock form, then loaded my pre-programmed map, um, that I built, I preferred a lighter engine braking. And you actually can feel it. I thought maybe this thing was going to be a little bit gimmicky. But holy shit, you can actually feel um, like the bike is lighter, free um, free feeling, um, less engine braking. And for me, it coasted into the corners much better than the standard map, which I liked. Now, I didn't notice that much throttle response from going from three to four. But going from four to five, I noticed it to be a little bit touchy. So I left it on four. I probably would mind it being on three, which is the standard number for this. So to me, the engine braking feature on this factory edition and the connectivity unit is the most beneficial. Like I feel like it actually lightens up the KTM. Some of us in the media department, um, departments, I should say, uh, across North America complain that Although the KTM is light on paper, it can be heavy at times because it just simply doesn't have a lot of snap, a lot of excitement, a lot of RPM response. So this will help that situation a little bit and make the bike feel a little bit lighter. So not bad, not a bad job from KTM trying to uh, increase the usability for the consumer on this bike because Unlike um, a KT, um, unlike a Kawasaki, uh, Kawasaki has a lot of chassis rider triangle adjustability. KTM doesn't have a lot of adjustability built around it, and this gives you a little bit more freedom, a little bit more uh, customization. So it gives you a little bit more personalized factory edition how you want to ride. Unlike a Yamaha where you have these numbers where it goes off percentage of fuel, ignition timing, this to me is a little bit easier, and I'm laughing, a little bit easier for us dumbasses that ride dirt bikes. Look it, unless you're special, we're, we like to ride dirt bikes, we love it, but we're not the smartest people out there. Like 
Most of us are blue-collar dudes. We work our balls off, and we want to ride and have a good time on the weekend, and we want to dumb-proof a lot of a lot of things, right? So I just want to drag this little icon, boom, boom, bam, done. I don't want to input a number, plus, minus, click on a grid, and I see all these numbers and grids. I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting overwhelmed by what I see on the Yamaha app. And honestly, I was intimidated by the Yamaha app for a little while because I'm like, holy shit, could I really screw my bike up? This to me, is more um, rudimentary, a little bit uh, easier for us dudes out there that like to ride, and it's really quick. You drag, load to your bike, and it's it's nice. So and it actually does make a difference. Now, would I, if, if you want to spend more money, would I want a Vortex over this? Yes, of course. I think the Vortex ECU is awesome on this bike. I still prefer it. Um, I will screw around with this app a little bit more, but if I'm going to ride this bike more and, and race this thing, which I might do uh, more this winter and maybe ride this thing at Loretta's, I'm going to put a Vortex ECU on it just because I have a wider parameter and just it really wakes up the KTM and gives you a lot of RPM response, which makes the bike even feel better as it's already lighter on paper. So um, there's that. Now let's talk about the engine overall. So once I loaded this map in, what does this engine feel like? Because there's not a lot of difference between the standard edition and this. The engine and size is the same. The only difference is it's a Kropovich slip-on. Um, I'm on the fence with this. I almost feel like there's more RPM response and low end with the stock standard muffler. I'm not sold on the Kropovich for this machine. I've tried the Kropovich full system. I tried the slip-on. And although it does pull very good mid to top end range, it just doesn't have throttle response. It's dead off the bottom. Like you really got to, what I have to do is I usually have a little play in my throttle hand, in my throttle. I have to tighten up my throttle a little bit just so it hits a little bit sooner and try to get me some more RPM response. I put the stock muffler back on and I get more response. I get a little bit better pulling out of a sandy corner. So Although the Akropovich looks very nice, it's well-made, it looks bitchin', it is lighter, it sounds really quiet, I like the stock muffler better than the slip-on. So um, the good news about an Akropovich is it lasts a long time. It's very well-made. Um, the muffler packing doesn't blow out um, as soon as other mufflers that I have tried, which is nice. So... Um, I'm going to run the shit out of this muffler for a little while and actually see how many hours it lasts. Um, but I just want to let you guys know, don't think that you got an Akrapovich muffler and you're going to have more bottom end. That's a fa that's false. Actually, you're going to have a little bit of a smoother RPM response and smoother roll-on delivery and then have increased mid-range. It's almost like very smooth delivery out of a corner and then this bike starts pulling hard. It's very deceiving quiet when i'm going off of a jump i was riding yesterday at fox raceway and i had a lot of comparison bikes um, against this factory edition and i rode the yamaha I rode the cowie and i rode this factory edition um, as i did these back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back comparisons throughout the day i appreciated the ktm and the fact that it's very smooth and easy to ride but it's deceiving because it I want to hear a little bit more snap or hear a little bit more raspiness in a muffler. But this thing is so quiet that I'm rolling the throttle on and sometimes I overshoot the jump because I think I'm not into the engine enough, right? 
So you're going to have to get used to the sound. It's very connected. So that's what makes me believe like this bike isn't slow by any means. It's just confusing for me because the the pitch of the muffler is so quiet that you're just getting connection to the rear wheel and it's actually pulling you. It's just not as loud as other bikes. So you might have to get used to that if you're coming off of another brand. But for me, easy to ride when it's not super soft. I would rather have a Yamaha YZ450 in soft conditions because I have throttle response. I have pulling power. And yes, it is a heavier machine, but it almost feels lighter in very soft conditions because of how the engine is free revving, very lively, and more exciting than the KTM. When the track gets rough and hard pack, I lean more towards the KTM engine delivery just because it makes it super easy to roll the throttle on. I will say, out of all the 450s, the KTM is the most usable in second gear. I can't ride second gear that much on the Yamaha. That's more of a third gear bike on the Kawasaki. The second gear out of a corner runs out sooner than the KTM. So I like the fact that the KTM is so usable in second gear and I can shift to third later. Um, It does lug a little bit in third gear, but just not quite as well as a Yamaha. So I would like to have a little bit more chug ability, lug ability, if you would say. But you can fix that stuff through an ECU, and for me, I would put an FMF muffler system on this bike. If you guys think you're going to slap a, a Kropovich headpipe on to your slip-on, well, you're going to be screwed because the slip-on muffler that comes on your factory edition will not fit the headpipe system. So when I say headpipe system, when you buy an Akropovich full muffler system, that headpipe will not fit a slip-on different uh mating where the joints mate from the head pipe to the muffler are different idods so it'll simply not work so you have to purchase the complete full fucking system if you want one a kropovich doesn't offer hey man you got the slip on cool awesome buy the head pipe you're good nope not gonna work you want to know why i tried it i did it i was like yeah just put a head pipe on it nope didn't work Oh, sorry, you got to buy the whole system. Hello, 1500 bucks. No way, bro. I'm out. It's not worth $1,500. I'd spend, i get an FMF system for 800 bucks, and it, it's better for me. So FMF does a great job to mate their mufflers to this KTM. And I'm not saying FMF is the answer to every motorcycle because FMF doesn't have uh, great performance on some other colored bikes. But with the KTM... Really good. Excellent. RPM response is up. Snap is up. Bottom end delivery is up. So for me, I'm more an FMF guy than a Kropovich. I will say that Kropovich is sexy looking. It looks very, very good to me, a little bit better than the FMF, but I'm I'm over I'm a little bit function over fashion when it comes to dirt bikes. I want to make my bike work good. I don't have to make it look the best. Unlike gear, I love looking good in the gear. But man, when it comes to motorcycle, I don't need pre-print backgrounds. I don't need graphics. I just want my bike to run good because I want to ride it fast. That's my deal. So overall, the engine character is easy to use. Don't expect to get a lot of bottom in and out of this thing. If you are scared of 450 power and you're, let's say, uh, I'm coming back or from a long time off the bike. I haven't ridden in 10 years. I get a lot of these emails. I haven't ridden in 10 years. and I, I'm a bigger dude. I'm 220 pounds. 
Do I need a 250 or a 450? Look, I would suggest if you're a weekend warrior guy and you're 220 pounds, bigger dude, go to a 450, this KTM, standard edition, or this factory edition, or the Husqvarna for that matter, is such a smooth, easy-to-ride power that it's not intimidating for you guys. There's not so much hit like a Yamaha YZ450F where it's going to scare the shit out of you. It's easy to ride, easy to manage. Um, not a lot of hit. won't get you in trouble. So yes, the KTM is suited for the guy that needs to get in shape, that is scared of 450 power, and they just don't want a lot of hit. This bike is great. Also, the guy who wants to ride more aggressively, a.k.a. Barsha. And look how good he's doing because he can ride this thing aggressive. This is where this bike engine, or this KTM's engine, likes to be ridden. Very aggressive, high up in the RPMs. This is where it shines. It's not a lugger like a Yamaha, okay? So if you're coming off of a different brand, you may have to reteach yourself where to ride this engine character versus another brand because it's unique, very smooth, easy to ride. I've grown to appreciate it because I can get on the gas sooner on KTMs coming into corners. So my corner speed is actually better on KTMs just because it feels a little bit easier to get into and I can roll my throttle on sooner than I can the Yamaha. Yamaha's a little bit, she's a big girl. Once she's in the rut, no problem. Corner instability is nice. This KTM, easy to flop into, corner, very easy and light, and the engine delivery allows you to get on the gas sooner. You just got to know that's that you can do that. You know, when you're wired for so long to get on the gas in a certain area in a corner, you're like, oh, shit, this bike's not very good. But you got to retrain your brain. You're on a different brand. This bike will do different things. So you, as the rider, has to understand, like, hey, man, I need to get on the gas a split second earlier than I normally do because this thing allows that. So just know about that, the KTM. You can ride it harder. You can get on the gas sooner. The engine character allows you to do that. Sorry to interrupt this badass podcast, but hey, commercial time. Listen to them. Has tons of discount codes. Hang tight. We'll be back. All-American Chevrolet in Killeen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Killeen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. (laughs) ScreenPrintingDone.com You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. 
You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer. Get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to Ride-Engineering.com. You can use the code KT. 25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is, they even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them, ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars? You don't want a crossbar? ProTaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips? Come on. I am a SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyforink Testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Protaper, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right, they're in Oregon, powermotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible, and so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. We are back. Thanks for hanging tight. Thanks for sticking with me. Back to the KTM 450 Factory Edition. 
So moving on to the chassis portion, I want to talk about the clamps, like I said. So these factory triple clamps, if you're not on them and you're on a, and you're on a standard KTM, get them. Um, the ride engineering clamps, their split clamps, are very good as well. So I will praise Adrian over there as well. Those things have way more forgiveness than the stock neck and black clamps that come on the KTM. Those things are pieces of shit. Harsh, rigid, junk. I'm out. Very stiff-natured for us normal folk. If you're a gnarly dude, strong, built, in shape, maybe you don't notice it. But I do. I mean, I'm getting up to be mid-40s here soon. And I need a little bit of comfort to ride fast, right? I need feel, front-end feel. The factory triple clamps on the factory edition are the way to go. Give you more front-end feel, even with this AER fork. Gives you more compliancy, more comfort. They look bitchin'. And uh, you can even, on the bottom clamp, set your new torque spec to like 8 to 9 newton meter. Very light. And that'll give you some more front-end uh, compliancy and less harshness through that AER fork, especially for you guys that are still going to run that air fork. Dropping that torque setting on the bottom clamp bolt bolts will help you a lot for compliancy. So kudos to uh, KTM for putting that uh, factory edition clamp on there. And for you guys that want them, I think they're around 800 bucks. You can get them at your local dealer. They have uh, orange, black, there's blue. I think the black ones are actually WP versions, but it's the same clamp, so don't freak out. If it says WP on it, it is the same clamp. Adrian's, I think, is a, maybe 100 bucks more at Ride Engineering. I have a code. Um, it is KT20. Save yourself over at Ride Engineering. Those split clamps, um, also different colors, and uh, a little bit different version of a split clamp. Not the same thing as the factory clamp. Uh, the way he pinches... Um, the fork is a little bit differently, so that is cool. You can go to my website. There's something about those on there. But overall, the bike corners very good. I went to Mesquite, Nevada, which is a track in uh, just outside of Vegas with Steve. Man, this bike is so good there because as far as East Coast conditions go, you're going to laugh. But in Mesquite, Nevada, in the middle of the fucking desert, these this dirt is such East Coast-ish, soft grabby, spongy, within an hour, there's ruts everywhere. And I'm, I'm not talking about dishes. I'm talking about actual ruts. This is legit. Go to my Instagram page. You can see these things. They're deep. They're grabby. They'll suck your wheel in. And I rode the Yamaha there, and I do a lot of comparisons, and I, and I rode the Cowie there. The Kawasaki feels long. The Yamaha feels heavy. The KTM feels really good. So if you're on a soft, rutted track, to me, a little bit of work, you know, Not this is not a mod podcast, but an ignition, a pipe, some good VPT4 on a KTM. Dude, this bike is so fun to ride. It makes me so fucking happy. Like, it's insane how happy I am when I ride this bike with a couple mods. Unlike a Yamaha, where I had to work my ass off to put some mods into it, and it's still minimally better than stock, this KTM... Man, it, it it loves mods. It loves compression. It loves doing things to it. It makes it better. Um, the factory edition, chassis, stock form, even with the air fork, easy to get in the ruts. I have front end feel. And again, this is soft conditions with ruts. So overall, the chassis has a blend of easy-to-use cornering ability with straight-line stability. Yes, the frame itself isn't as compliant as a Cowie or a Yamaha. I do feel more of the track, but 
I I get used to it, I should say. I'm not feeling the track like I am on a Honda where I'm rattling my fucking teeth out, right? The Honda's frame is rigid. I feel every nook and cranny. If there's a fucking pebble inside of a rut on a Honda, boop, front end's popping out. Front end slip, back end kick. That's that's a Honda. I do not get that on the KTM, but where the bumps are, I do feel them. Unlike a Yamaha where it feels like it absorbs a lot. The K or the Kawasaki absorbs a lot of that energy um, on square edge bumpy stuff. But man, when the track is deep, I can dive into a corner. I can get on the gas sooner. The bike feels light. It's responsive. It, it's a fun bike to ride. It's a fun chassis to play around with. And and for me, I really enjoy this KTM. Every time I get back on one, and sometimes I'm off of one for a month or two, then I come back. I get on another bike. I've been riding the Kawasaki a little bit more lately. That's gonna we're gonna be talking about that bike here on uh, keyfreaktesting.com next week. But uh, man, I always have a great time. It's fun to ride. Um, I, I'm leaning towards riding a KTM, or racing a KTM at Loretta's. I did that in 2017, but I did not have a good time. I did not think that was the bike for me. Um, it was a stock ECU. It had a Kropovich muffler on it, and it just felt heavy and doggy and lethargic. So I was out. Now I've learned a little bit more about the KTM, what it likes, what it doesn't like. It's exciting now. And for me, the chassis makes it easier for us vet dudes to ride. So if I can... If I can push you along and, and tip you over to go to the orange side versus another color and you still have some money in the bank that you can do some mods to this factory edition, I would recommend it. Um, moving on to the suspension side of things, I'm not stoked on this fork. I always say it. It's, it's hard for me to say all the time, but man, I rode a couple rough tracks with this thing. And I'm talking desert rough tracks where it's fast, high-speed, choppy, whoopy, uh, big braking bumps. And it's just rigid. It just feels stiff. It's going to take you guys six to eight hours to break this fork in. And it does get a little bit better. So don't completely freak out after you listen to this pod. You go buy your bike and you're like, what the fuck? This fork sucks. It's going to suck for about six hours. You're going to put the recommended air settings in there. They tell me 10.9 bar. It's different than the standard edition, which is at 10.7. I ran about 11 just to break her in, right? And I'm almost at six hours. I'm 170 pounds. If you're anywhere between 170 to 190 pounds, run 11 bar, deal with the low feeling for a little bit, okay? And then once it's broke in, then you can slowly raise your air pressure for the correct setting and then adjust your clickers. I went to 11 bar, went stiffer on the compression two clicks and slower on the rebound two. Uh, 104 millimeters of sag on the rear. I can even go to 102. So if you guys feel like you're ass in low out of a corner, go to 102. That'll help you. Um, <clears throat> slow the rebound down three and then put the compression in one. Didn't mess with the high speed at all. I didn't really ride with, with huge jumps on this bike. Uh, I was mostly concentrating on really rough tracks and uh, seeing how this, this stuff works. Uh, man, it, 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 for me, this is what is hesitant for me when I try to recommend KTMs to people. You guys bust my ass. Chris, you're bougie. You're bougie, bro. 
I don't have enough money. I'm buying a KTM. I can't go buy fucking cone valves or KYB inserts. Uh, you're getting too bougie, Kiefer. You know, you get this shit for free, so you're just going straight to spring. Look, I'm trying. I'm trying to give you guys facts about this this air fork. I'm doing an article about revalving several different settings of AER forks to see which ones work, if I can get the correct feel. I'm trying. But this is what I'm hesitant on when I recommend KTMs because I feel like I would I would need a spring fork just because I need that feeling, right? I I need it. So for me, let that thing break in. See where you're at. If you get some harshness still, um, I would say I would recommend going to a spring fork instead of messing with it as of right now. Um, I will come out with this article here in a few weeks, and maybe we can figure something out with companies like Racetech, REP. We're going to go over all of these companies with different valving specs and really try to get the air fork to work. And I will say it will work for most guys. So when I'm saying I'm bougie, maybe I'm the 5% of riders out there that are really going to notice it. And I, and, I, and I get that. I understand that. Maybe some of you guys listening to this are not going to feel what I feel. And listen, and I always say this, if you don't, then you can tell me to fuck off. That's fine. Like, just because I'm mentioning it to you guys doesn't mean that's the gospel and that's what you're going to feel. But I'm giving you a warning. I'm putting a little thing inside your head being, hey, if, do you notice this? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, here's the answers to that. If you don't notice it, you can be like, man, I don't notice it, Keith. It's good. Okay, awesome. Then I will try to help you with settings if you think it's good. Or if you think, hey, man, it's not great, but I can live with it, I can try to help you guys get the correct setting to make you happier, right? So I'm not oblivious to the fact that I'm not. you guys aren't dumping $3,000 extra in suspension on your new $12,000 factory edition. I get it. I'm just letting you know that it is harsh, it is stiff, and compared to a spring fork, it has less comfort, plain and simple. Um, so with that being said, those numbers, so I'm an 11-bar, uh, slower on the rebound, one and two clicks in on the compression. That is a comfortable enough setting for me to get through these six to seven hours. And then once that breaks in, you probably will have to reset your air pressure to a different setting if it's getting a little bit low, okay? Um and as far as the shock, I'm going to do another story. I, I try a longer shock shaft from REP, Mark Johnson over there. I always felt ass in low no matter what I did. I had 98 millimeters of sag, and it just threw off the balance of the bike. So I went out and tested. Mark has a one millimeter longer shock shaft. We installed it, and holy shit, it makes a huge difference for me. Comfort is up. Um, I don't feel ass in low. It helps my mid-corner transi- transition on this KTM. Um, I also um, ran the knuckle and link before, I'm sorry, knuckle and rods, and before I didn't want to run the rods because it just made my ass in lower than I liked. So now that I have a longer shock shaft and then I have this knuckle and link to get in the right curve, man, the shock is really good. I'm super impressed on what they did over there. I'm riding with that right now in the standard edition. I'm going to try that, roll that over into the factory edition, see what how it is. should be the same. Obviously, everything else is the same. But nonetheless, I still like to try things to apples-to-apples apples comparison. Um, 
But that is something to note. If you're having with ass in low problem over there on the KTM side of things, you guys over there, uh, there's a one millimeter shock shaft. I think it's 150 bucks or so. He does great work. Smart dude over there. And that helps balance the bike out as well. So just wanted to throw that out there. But you can go to keyforingtesting.com soon. There'll be an article up maybe next week if I have enough time between riding and everything else going on here that um, I'll throw that up, give you some more information about that, how it worked, what else I did to the bike and suspension. But of course, I'm bougie. It's a track shock. But you can do this with your stock shock too. Just FYI. Just letting you guys know. So um, now that I covered that, Make sure you guys really check the spokes near the rim locks on this bike every time you ride. If you, especially if it's a jumpy track or you case something or you overjump something, check your spokes. Um, on KTM, spokes back out really easy, especially near the rim lock. Check your sprocket bolts. Check your engine hanger um, Torx bit bolts. Those start vibrating out. So once you've broken this thing in a few hours, really go over all the bolts and make sure you're good. Um, the FI indicator light sucks. Um, it falls out. So you see this bulb dangling down behind your number plate. That's the FI indicator light silicone, that thing back up in that little grommet sleeve that they have, uh, that grommet sleeve is just like a, it's bored out. It's like a, an old, uh, hooker that's just been ran for three years. That's the only way I can use it. That's where my brain goes. That's where my analogies come from. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's not PG, but I just feel like it's bored out, not very good. The indicator light falls out. Silicone that thing up there, and that thing won't dangle. Um, take care of your KTM. This is one of the most reliable bikes out there right now. Sometimes it gets a bad rap, but, man, Yamaha's KTMs have been the best, um, most reliable machines that I've had within my stable of test bikes. Uh, the clutch is amazing on this thing. It lasts last me 25 hours. The clutch rubbers on a KTM 450 will crack. Um, so if you guys are looking for different rubbers, Recluse has that. There's a big article over on my site right now that it has top five mods for KTM 250, 350. There's some things within that article that will help you on a 450 as well. So go over there, check that out. That will help you. There's so much shit over there on keyforingtesting.com. I just browsed through that thing to see what my backlog looked at, looked like the other day. And there's a, lots of information. So... Instead of emailing me and say, hey, Kiefer, can I get a link? No. I'm not going to go search my website because your lazy ass doesn't want to look around my website. Dude, just go chill out on the shitter for 15 minutes and look through my website. It's, it's cool. It's fun. It's not that hard. Um, don't be lazy and email me. If I don't get back to you, because, probably because you're lazy and I've got millions. <laughs> Hundreds of emails to go through, and I'm happy to help every one of you guys. But if it's simply because, hey, man, can you give me a link to that story? Nope, ain't going to do it. Just go search yourself. It's up there. No problems. Um, so go check out that story. There's a lot of uh, information up there. Sorry, I'm just ranting. It's not a race tech rant, I promise. Um, but I do get a lot of emails, and some of these emails just blow me away of how oblivious some of these people are, are uncourteous. Or just like, dude, it, it's amazing. I would say most of you guys out there are good. Like, very nice, approachable. Hey, buddy, what's up? You know, this is what I'm looking for. And I'm, I have no problem with that. I love helping you guys. That's what I built this company on. And it, and I love it. As far as everything that I do in my life besides family, I love helping people. And it's nice to help you guys out there. But 
some of you motherfuckers are just dicks. Like, damn. Like, just be cool. Be a good dude. It's not that hard. Especially if you're getting free information. Like, damn. Just be just be nice. Try it one time. Be nice, and it'll get you somewhere in life. Just try it. Just see where it goes. See where it takes you. <laughs> um, I'm going to continue to ride this thing. It's factory edition. Might show up on OregonOldTimers.com race on this thing. Uh, Canyon's coming up. We got area qualifiers coming up. So maybe we're going to venture out on this bike, get some more uh, time on it. Um, of course, as always, KieferInkTesting.com. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I'll get you some information about your bike. Um, doesn't matter what color. If you guys are looking to purchase one, Power Motorsports, David Sibley, Kiefer tested listener discounts. Really good. Man, didn't know a lot about this dealership, but dude, as soon as I started working with them, I'm like, this is really, really good dealership. It's uh, They're on it. No bullshit. It's not like buying a used car where you're like, get a fucking headache. David's cool. There's no bullshit pricing. The price is the price. <laughs> what? what was it on the Pulp MX show with Nick Letty? The price is the price. You know, that's it. Over at Power Motorsports. That should be their slogan. The price is the price. Um, kudos to KTM, man. I'm having a good time on this thing. Looking forward to uh, getting you guys more KX content. I've been Team Green on the sly lately. Uh, got a muffler test coming. A couple settings that you guys might like for the KX. So that is coming down the pipe. And uh, yeah, I didn't forget about the gear shootout. There was a couple of companies that wanted in um, at the last minute. And I didn't have the heart to tell them no. Actually, I did tell a few companies no, but um, these people that came in, so we're going to test some more gear. I'll get that up here soon. I just got to make sure I give the correct amount of time, the even amount of time, the fair amount of time to all of these guys out there. So um, it's a fair test, and it's a no-bullshit test and review. So if you guys have questions about gear, always, just because I'm with FXR, doesn't mean I don't ride with other gear. Um, Aiden and I chose FXR to race in, to represent. We love the company, but... We still test other gear here over at KieferInkTesting.com. Again, we're pretty transparent. I'm not going to say 100%, but I'm damn 99.5% transparency here at uh, KieferInkTesting. You have any questions or you think I'm full of shit, not a problem. Email me. doesn't have to be a blow fest on my emails. You can tell me I'm full of shit. Um, if you do it in a correct manner, I'm, I'm keen to listen, man. If you think I should do something different, I'm keen to listen. Just know... I'm one human being, only could do so much. Um, yes, I would love to hire someone, and I've got your guys' emails that want to help, and I'm looking into that. So um, hopefully down the road we can get more content up, but I feel like we do a pretty damn good job with the amount of people that I have. I have a couple helpers, but um, it's basically just me here running the show, steering the ship. I'm in the studio right now by myself, and... Uh, Getting ready to looking outside, getting ready to go ride some wet des. So that's going to be fun. So I'm getting the hell off of here, guys. See you next week. Have a great weekend. Be nice to each other. Support these advertisers that support the show. Um, it really helps us out, keeps us going, and gets you guys the information that you're looking for. Keeps that door open for questions. And, of course, racerxonline.com for the video side. Pulpmx.com for everything else. little mixture of everything. Articles, videos, fun stuff. And thanks for listening. See you next week.